First of all, let me thank all the readers um, for their um, preparation and reading the Word of God. Thank you for the Hodges family, and thank you for uh, Catherine, always for playing. Uh, just a, a short Christmas meditation focusing on one verse of Scripture. Uh, it's there in our worship bulletin, Luke chapter 2, verse 20. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Have you ever found yourself saying, I wish I could have been there? You might have said it for us older folks, I wish I could have been there when the first American astronaut Neil Armstrong walked on the moon July 20th, 1969. Uh, You might have said, I wish I could have been there February 7th, 2010, uh, there in Miami when the uh, Saints won Super Bowl 44 uh, against uh, Indianapolis Colts. By the way, the Who played at halftime. In your mind's eye, though, uh, picture yourself as an eyewitness here at the holy and humble birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, You've heard the decree from Caesar Augustus that all the known Roman world should be registered. You've, at the town well, uh, you learned that Joseph and Mary his espoused wife, finished their fourth trip from Nazareth all the way up to Bethlehem. Uh, Then you received that joyful news that Mary had given birth to her firstborn son, Jesus. Uh, Next, you might have heard that the angels, an angel of the Lord, unexpectedly appeared uh, to some simple shepherds near Bethlehem. Uh, These shepherds saw the glory of the Lord, and they heard the gracious words that have already been read, Luke chapter 2, verses 10 and 11. And, And the angel said to them, to the shepherds, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Then, if you were a witness, you heard that the shepherds beat a path to Bethlehem to behold this newborn baby for themselves. Uh, The shepherds did indeed find Mary and Joseph and the baby, uh, just as it had been told them. Then they declared they were heralds of the gospel hope. To others, and all who heard it, Scripture tells us, marveled, they wondered at God's merciful message of salvation. But Mary treasured all these things in her heart. She she pondered them. Uh, The closing verse then focuses on, on Luke 2, verse 20. Let me read it one more time. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it has been told them. You know, these these shepherds returned 
to their fields has saved sinners whose lives have been transformed by a gracious encounter uh, with the Lord Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ the Savior. They, they gave witness to their hope in Christ. And here in verse 20, they're worshiping the Lord. You know, when we behold the Savior's glorious grace, when we're those witnesses uh, to the Savior's glorious grace, it, it brings gospel worship. How? Just three quick truths here, simple truths, I trust. You know, first, gospel worship glorifies God. And the shepherds returned glorifying God. Present tense, they kept on giving glory uh, to God. You know, in worship, we give all honor and glory and praise to God for his sovereign character. It's true of both Old Testament, New Testament, David, when he is worshiping the Lord. We read this, First Chronicles 29, 11. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in the heavens and in the earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord. And you are exalted as head above all. So we glorify God for his sovereign character, but we're also glorifying God for his gracious work of salvation in Christ. That the word did indeed become flesh and dwelt among us. We have beheld his glory, glory as of the only begotten, full of grace and truth. You'll see that as a pattern if you read through Luke's gospel. That God's gracious healing brings, causes those redeemed sinners to give him glorious worship. You know, it's striking here uh, that these once fearful and fallen shepherds can give glory to God. Gospel worship glorifies God. Secondly, gospel worship praises God. The shepherds return glorifying and praising God. You know, in some ways we can see those two truths as one truth, but uh, see them still as two distinct acts of worship. You know, they're, they're glorifying God, but they're praising God. You know, if we have... Uh, trouble wrapping our minds around that truth, what it means to glorify in God, it, it's brought home with that phrase, we're, we're praising God. We're joyfully singing of God's glory, his goodness, and his gracious love to us in Christ. You know, this morning uh, we've sung, or we will sing, nine Christmas hymns. It's actually about 40-plus Christmas hymns in our Trinity hymnal. You know, every Christian that truly knows that gracious truth of Christ's birth and his death for their sins upon the cross should gladly sing Christ's praises. 
You know, there's no such thing as a non-singing or a non-worshiping Christian. You know, when the shepherds were caused by God to encounter even Christ as a baby, they knew it was the Savior, and they sang his praises. How much more should we sing his praises when we not only behold the gracious love of Christ, but we see it there at the cross? You know, it, it's no, you know, in God's providence, when you go to the end of Luke, Luke chapter 19, there on that Palm Sunday before Christ's death for our sins, or on that Good Friday, that Christ's death for our sins, we read this, Luke chapter 19, verse 37. And as he, that is, as Christ was drawing near, already on the way down the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of his disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. You know, they're they're singing God's praises there. Even as Christ is preparing to head to the cross of Calvary. No, it's a journey here that we see the shepherds taking, a journey of faith. J.C. Ryle said the journey that is begun in faith will generally end in praise. The journey that has begun in faith will generally end in praise. You know, is that not the pattern for our journey of faith with Christ? You know, we begin with faith, faith that Jesus Christ is indeed the Savior of sinners. And it will end with praise, praise when we take this last breath here on earth. And that praise will continue when we're with the Lord in glory, the journey that is begun in faith will generally end in praise. Gospel worship glorifies God. Gospel worship praises God. Finally, gospel worship centers on Christ. And the shepherds returned. They didn't stay there at the manger with Mary and Joseph and the baby. They, they returned to the sheep to the fields, to their vocations, glorifying and praising God. Why? For all that they had heard and seen as it had been told them. You remember what the shepherds had heard. They had heard that that glorious angelic chorus, that army of angels singing God's praises. They had seen not only Mary and Joseph, But most importantly, they had seen Jesus. Yes, even the baby Jesus, the Son of God and the Savior of sinners. And what were the two responses by the shepherds? I believe they're responses for us as well. If you go back to verse 17, first they were witnesses for Christ. 
And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. They were heralds of hope. They didn't keep it a secret. Well, we'll think about it next next Christmas, Lord. They, they immediately went forth in haste, ready to herald that good news. God calls us to be witnesses. But as well, they were worshipers of the Lord. You know, they glorified God. They, they praised God. They worshipped Christ the Savior, their Savior. Was that not the same response of the Magi when they saw the baby Jesus? They fell down and they worshipped him. You know, this morning you've heard the glorious praises of Christ the Savior. You've heard it in Scripture. You've heard it in these Christmas hymns. Uh, you've seen, you've heard the gospel promises. You know, it, in this final section we'll be receiving an offering, singing two final Christmas hymns, celebrating the Lord's Supper together, closing with prayer You know, but today I would invite you uh, to remember the gospel truths that you've heard. To rejoice in Christ as Savior. You know, how does that come about? You know, you may be that struggling sinner. Life today may seem bleak, dark, hurting, hopeless. I believe that was the shepherds before the glory and grace of God appeared to them. But secondly, we need a great Savior. And we see here in God's word that Jesus Christ is that not only that glorious Savior, but that gracious Savior. Let us worship him. Uh, But let us go forth ready to bear witness that he is indeed the Son of God and the Savior of sinners. You know, hear this glorious part of a hymn that we're singing, read it in closing. Mild, gently, graciously. Lovingly, mild he lays his glory by. Born that man no more may die. Born to raise the sons of earth. Born to give them second birth. Hark the herald angels sing. Glory to the newborn king. Let me pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you. that you invite us to come and to worship you. And may that wonder, that splendor, that uh, glorious grace of Jesus never grow stale in our hearts. Pray that you would uh, capture not only our imaginations, Lord, but rekindle our love for Christ Lord, deepen our worship, grow us in our grace and knowledge and love for Christ, the word that became flesh, the one who was truly God became truly man. 
Lord, thank you that the Lord Jesus Christ is coming again, taking us home to glory, and we will be forever with the Lord. Lord, may we long for that day, and may we live in light of that day. By your grace and for your glory, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Just one verse of scripture as we prepare to give of our tithes and our offerings. Matthew 2, verse 11. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. As the ushers to come forward to receive our tithes and offerings. And as the ushers are coming forward, ask you too to please stand and we'll sing our next Christmas hymn, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Please stand. born king you may be seated 